Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, bettingangle.us. It is August 3rd, 2022. Let's talk heavyweight boxing, but first remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, they have recently announced a huge fight. Right, folks, the heavyweight division this year is not playing games. Don't be blinded by Usyk Joshua. Understand you have other huge fights on the horizon. Now, to my utter amazement, unbeaten Joe Joyce, right? And understand, the only difference between him and Joshua in terms of Olympic medals is that Joyce got jobbed by the judges when he fought Tony Yoka for the gold. That's the only difference. Joyce would have a different glow on him if that Olympic finals was properly scored. Also, Joyce was not fighting in his home city for the Olympics, right? Just keep that in mind. Joyce unbeaten. And he's decided to take on former champion, Joseph Parker, right? Parker has two losses. One was to Anthony Joshua, and I want people to revisit that fight. One of those two guys wanted to fight inside. Believe it or not, that person was Joseph Parker. The referee would not allow him. I believe that changed that fight. Let me go one step further. Until that point, Anthony Joshua had a 100% knockout ratio. It was Parker who became the first man to go the distance with Anthony Joshua. Right? And Joshua relied heavily on his jab in that fight. <clears throat> He was unable to throw authoritative right hands. Right? Well, let me just say this. The only other guy he lost to was Dillian White. And understand, that fight is curious. Parker does come out a bit distracted, does get dropped. Right? Gets dropped. Then he um, gets forearmed. Right? The forearm knockdown shouldn't have been a knockdown but then that fight turns around folks the person who's lucky that the bell sounded at the end of the 12th round was Dillian White these fights are on YouTube right understand I thought Parker should have beaten Joshua said so here online go back and look at that pre-fight video I thought Parker should beat Dillian White. Right? Dillian White, folks, has finished at the end of the Parker fight. You wonder what would have happened had Parker not gotten hit with a forearm like Joe Calzaghe did when he fought Roy Jones. Right? The referee shouldn't have counted that second knockdown. So now we have this fight. And just to understand, both of these men, both of them, 
could be champion someday. Right? These are high-level heavyweights. They have the capability. Joyce, excellent jab. Excellent power. Legendary chin. Right? There are no stories about Joyce hitting the canvas against Dillian White. Right? Excellent hooks to the body. He's excellent in terms of sequencing. So he can fight a big hitter. And he knows how to be first. Right? He also knows how to avoid getting hit with big punches. Against Daniel Dubois, I would argue that's Joyce's biggest win. Joyce dominates that fight with a jab, but more importantly, Joyce was able to avoid Dubois' big punches. Right? Understand, Dubois just destroyed Trevor Bryan. You were looking at that fight, and early on you thought, how many rounds is Bryan going to last? Right? Bryan was on the clock from the opening bell, which is not unusual for Daniel Dubois fights. You never got that when he fought Joe Joyce. Joyce is a technician. Right? Joyce has a defensive construct. Well, let me say this. Life is unfair. And I mean this. Right? Life is unfair. We all have different ceilings. You heard me refer to Joseph Parker as distracted. Right? The first fight against Derek Chisora, everyone in the building knew. Chisora's a fast starter. Chisora comes out, tries to rough you up early. How does Parker get caught, literally, in the first few seconds of that fight and end up on the canvas? Who exactly did Parker think he was fighting? But understand, in terms of ceilings... There's a difference between these two fighters. At least that's my opinion. Right? Joseph Parker, whether he's distracted or not, whether you're watching Parker fights and you're wondering what Parker's thinking, that Andy Ruiz fight easily could have gone the other way. Right? I know Parker was fighting in his backyard, but my goodness, the dude was so lackadaisical... And then you're thinking to yourself, wow, this is, you know, this guy's endangering his chance of winning the fight. Where is the urgency? Right? The crowd had more urgency than Parker in that fight. But for all of Parker's problems in focusing, if he comes out and he throws down his A game, I believe he wins this fight. Because Parker is one of the best athletes in the heavyweight division. Because Parker can literally take Anthony Joshua's right hand away from him while fighting Joshua in Joshua's backyard when Joshua's unbeaten, when Joshua had, hadn't even gone the distance in a fight. Right? It's because Parker, when he needs to hunt you down, Right? Whether you're Yui Fury, whether you're Junior Fa, 
Joseph Parker actually has a fierce front foot. And he has the foot speed. And he has the hand speed. So, while I'll agree that Joe Joyce has been the more consistent fighter, while I'll agree that Joe Joyce fought Usyk in a semi-pro match, had some moments, and went the distance, while I'll agree that Joe Joyce probably has the better chin than Joseph Parker, I believe if Parker adopts an ambush style, in other words, stays outside, doesn't get hit with the jab, then jumps in periodically, Parker's shorter by a couple inches or so, if he can jump in periodically, go low, if he can throw jabs to the body like, and this is the fighter he needs to watch film of, 154-pound champion, Jamel Charlo. Right? If he can look at the Jamel Charlo fight against Jason Rosario, an aggressive guy who, <clears throat> like Joyce relative to Parker, was a little bit slower and a little bit more methodical, a little bit more obvious than Jamel Charlo. If Parker can model his game after Jamel Charlo, he has the physical gifts to do so. He hits hard with both hands. He's going to be too elusive for Joe Joyce. He's going to be too sudden for Joe Joyce. But make no mistake, Parker cannot fall asleep at the wheel. Joyce has power. Joyce could stop him. So this fight is not for the squeamish. Right now, Joyce is the favorite. Parker is going off at a plus 130 underdog. Right? Look up this fight. It's new in your sports book. Right? Parker's the underdog. I like Parker. I would take Parker up to Parker being a minus 130 favorite. In other words, Parker to me is just too athletic, can get too low, can move too well for Joe Joyce. I do not believe Joe Joyce can treat Parker like he treated Daniel Dubois. Parker moves too well to be kept outside with a jab. I know. Joshua threw a lot of jabs against Parker. Look up the punch stat numbers. I get that Dillian White beat Parker, and someone could say, well, Joshua has a pretty good jab. Dillian White has an excellent jab. Right? Guys with jabs, like Joe Joyce, who has an excellent jab, have beaten Parker before. I would argue that the person who beat Parker, other than the ref in the first Joshua fight, has been Joseph Parker. If you want to see what Parker is capable of when he's focused, when he's aggressive, when he's upset, when he thinks he's about to get jobbed, I would encourage people to look at the Yui Fury fight. So, in a fight involving Joe Joyce, Joyce is one of my favorite fighters, right? Understand too, 
Both of these guys have sparred a lot with Tyson Fury. Right? Parker's been hanging around the UK. Right? Understand, even though the fight's in the UK, I believe Parker is going to feel at home. Right? That's where Parker hangs out. Right? Parker just has to make his way to the stadium. <laughs> right? So, I believe this fight really has no home court advantage. Right? Parker is younger than Joe Joyce, even though Parker has more experience. Right? You hear me talking about Parker having fought Anthony Joshua, for example. Right? Parker has more experience. I believe Parker's hand speed, Parker's suddenness, Parker's foot speed, Parker's ability to move will give him the edge in this fight. Right? Believe it or not, one of the fights to look at in judging what Parker can do is Usyk's fight against Joe Joyce. Let me say this too. Now, I do believe, and I want to be blunt here, right? I do believe Philippe Ergovic takes over the heavyweight division, right? But I'm just telling you in the universe of heavyweights out there, and he has a tough fight against Zhang Zhili, right? That's a tough fight, right? Zhili's a southpaw. Well, I'll just say, one of the few guys at heavyweight, and I'll agree, Parker looked lackluster in that first Chisora fight, right? Did anyone catch the improvement between Parker's performance, where he has to get off the canvas, in the first Chisora fight, with Parker's performance in the second Chisora fight? Right? I believe Parker is one of the few men, and I mean this, who can give Usyk a tough fight. Right? Understand, Parker is more coordinated than Anthony Joshua. There wouldn't be the gap you have in coordination in the Joshua-Usyk fight if Usyk were to fight Parker. Understand, too, Joe Joyce is playing with fire here. Joyce is the number one ranked contender for the WBO. Right? If Parker becomes the number one ranked contender for the WBO, he'd be in line to fight the winner of Joshua Usyk. Right? Now, I don't believe, and I understand the press is all over the page on this, but I don't believe that Tyson Fury, who is unbeaten as I make this video, right, who initially won the heavyweight title way back when Vladimir Klitschko was active, right? He takes it from Vladimir Klitschko. This is before the Klitschko-Joshua fight. I don't believe that Tyson Fury risks his unbeaten record by fighting Alexander Usyk. Understand, there's always going to be a new guy who looks tough, who the public wants the old guy to fight, right? Sooner or later, the old guy has to say, hey, I've been in this game long enough. I've proved myself over the years, 
right? I've fought Deontay Wilder three times, right? I've beaten other noteworthy fighters. That Vladimir Klitschko fight wasn't close, folks, right? Sooner or later, the older fighter has to say, I've had enough. Joe Calzaghe, who retired unbeaten, never fought Carl Frotch, who I believe had won the Commonwealth Games. Frotch was actually in the news at the time of the Calzaghe retirement. Frosch was, was campaigning to fight Calzaghe, and Calzaghe decided, no, I've had a good run. I've beaten Bernard Hopkins. I've beaten Roy Jones. I've beaten Mikael Kessler. I'm leaving the stage. I believe we're in that part of Tyson Fury's career. If Tyson Fury gets offered the Joshua fight, if Joshua beats Usyk, I believe Fury takes that fight. Because Joshua is big and clunky and wouldn't push Fury like a smaller, more agile Usyk would. Well, I believe Joshua, excuse me, I believe Fury, who's been in the ring with Joseph Parker. Understand, these guys all hang out, right? Andy Lee is involved with um, Joseph Parker's preparation, right? These guys will all know each other. Right? I believe Fury has seen enough of Joseph Parker to know I'm not dealing with this brother. Right, So I believe if Parker beats Joyce, I wouldn't be surprised if Usyk's next fight, if he beats Joshua, isn't against Joseph Parker. Right, At that point, understand, Usyk would have to fulfill his obligation to fight mandatory contenders. Right, so this is a very important fight. I'm leaning toward Joseph Parker because of the athleticism, because of the suddenness, because I believe he can fight the same fight that Jermel Charlo fought against Jason Rosario at 154, come in with jabs to the body. Didn't that really help Danny Garcia last weekend, right? Not allow a set pocket to form where he's dealing with Joe Joyce's technical prowess, right? But rather to have an ambush style, come in, get back out, come in, get back out. When he fought Andy Ruiz, Understand it's Parker who actually made Andy Ruiz's feet an issue. And Parker was able to do so on his back foot, right? Ruiz, fast hands, slow feet, right? So Parker was able to play a stay-away game. What he has to do is to marry that with jumping in the pocket. He needs to look like Alexander Povetkin, right? And he needs to be clever, Right? Job one is to avoid Joyce's jab. Job two, then, is to jump in and hit Joyce to the body, jump in with enough offense where the judges will think, okay, he's won this round. I'm leaning Parker. I understand it's a controversial fight. I understand Joyce is the favorite. Understand when you have odds this close, it's very hard to hedge the play. 
So at this point, unless I see some provocative, you know, prop being offered, at this point, my only play on this fight is to take Parker simply to win. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video, right? Too much hand speed, too much foot speed, too much athleticism. The kind of punching power that had Dillian White finished at the end of their fight, right? A big enough fight where Parker is going to come in and he's going to be ready. Keep in mind, too, even though Joyce hits hard, this is a guy in Parker who's already gone the distance with Anthony Joshua. By the way, he goes the distance with Dillian White as well. Has never been stopped inside of the distance as a professional fighter. Let's just say Parker is underrated, right? If Parker were a mild favorite, I would take him here too. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.